Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, Glenn James here. Thanks for listening to My Millennial Money today. I'm talking on this bonus episode. It's just me and it's just about trauma insurance. You may have heard of trauma insurance. You may have trauma insurance. You may not have heard of trauma insurance. But I guess after this episode, you'll really get to understand what it's all about. And I'm going to talk about the history of it, what it covers, um, whether claims are paid or not, the minimum, the maximums, how much cover you might need. Uh, I'm going to also share a story about my own personal claim that's happened very recently. So trauma insurance, what is it? Well, firstly, uh, in the financial services industry, just to confuse you, it can be called three things. It can be called straight up trauma insurance. It could be called critical illness or crisis recovery, depending on uh, the insurance company that you are dealing with. But ultimately, it is the same product. The history of trauma insurance, it was actually invented by a South African doctor called Dr. Marius Bernard. Now, he was actually a cardiac surgeon uh, and he basically, he, it actually launched as, get this, dreaded disease insurance. So his whole thing was people would come in after suffering a heart attack or, you know, some type of cardiac arrest or bypass surgery or something like that. And while he could physically repair their heart, it would almost decimate their financial situation as they had to have an extended time off work. And he thought, wouldn't it be amazing if when someone went through a life-threatening illness that they had uh, a cash injection to help pay for time off work or perhaps some private surgery. So after that life-threatening event, they're not financially dead because we know the survival rate, particularly in Australia at the moment, the survival rate's really good. So the first policy that Dr. Marius Bernard Uh, invented essentially in South Africa in 1983 covered uh, only four conditions, cancer, stroke, heart attack, and coronary bypass surgery. So nowadays there's probably about 40 conditions in each trauma policy that's available on the market. Uh, And that's because products have evolved and insurance companies wanted obviously to rate better than the insurance company down the road. So they'll add a benefit and then the next one will add a benefit. Uh, But essentially 95% of claims paid with the trauma policy are for cancer, heart attack or stroke. So if you buy a trauma insurance policy, statistically you are buying a claim for cancer, heart attack, and stroke, if those events did occur. And I'll talk about some claim rates uh, in a moment. Uh, But some of the other conditions that are in a trauma policy uh, is benign brain tumor, uh, blindness, 
cardiomyopathy, there's chronic kidney failure, there's deafness, there's severe burns, there's HIV contracted through your work or through medical procedures, there's major brain injury, there's coma, there's being in intensive care. The, the list does go on and I would encourage you to talk with your financial advisor around the most appropriate trauma policy for you. But what trauma cover is, it is a, a lump sum and you can determine the levels that you need with your advisor, but it is a lump sum that is payable upon diagnosis and there are qualifying periods and survival periods that you'll need to look in the PDS for, but it's paid on diagnosis essentially as a tax-free lump sum. Now, the premiums that you pay for trauma insurance are not tax deductible. So generally speaking, uh, with insurance policies like income protection, uh, you'll claim that premium on your tax, but any proceeds that you get is taxable income. But with trauma insurance, I don't claim it on tax and the lump sum payment, if I have to make a claim, is tax-free. Why? might some people have trauma insurance? Well, we know that the original purpose of the cover was to stop people being financially decimated in the event of a critical illness. So you might take out an amount to cover medical expenses. You might take out an amount to cover some type of income replacement because if you've got an income protection policy and it's got a 30 or a 90 day waiting period, if you were diagnosed with cancer tomorrow, Technically, you might not be able to claim on your income protection policy because you haven't satisfied a definition of being unable to work. My father was diagnosed with prostate cancer, but he still went to work and it was all, you know, he couldn't claim on his income protection. So what the trauma policy does, it allows you to go, you know what, I've just been given, I've just been given probably the most horrendous diagnosis that you can get and I'm gonna not go to work, I don't actually care. So it gives you that cash buffer for you to be able to take time off work before your income protection policy kicks in. And likewise, like if you went through a, a, a prolonged uh, period of treatment uh, and you went on income protection claim, because you can claim on your income protection as well as your trauma policy, you might go, okay, well, I've just gone through hell with my family, um, now I'm going to take some further time off the workforce so the income protection policy would stop and you might still have a bit of a cash buffer left just to spend time with your family. So there's that income replacement portion but also the medical treatment. So if you were diagnosed with a critical illness, so cancer, heart attack, stroke and you did need some of the best treatment in the world, there is cash there for you if you had to fly your family to Germany. That's what it's there for. It gives you options when you most need it. Now, another thing to consider with trauma cover is if you've got a, a non-working spouse. Now, I had a client once when I was a financial advisor. He was a high income earning medical doctor. And he said, my wife does not need trauma insurance because I'm the main income earner. And I said, doctor, if your wife suffered a medical trauma, wouldn't you like the money in your family for you to be able to take time off your work to spend time with her and the family. So it's not only there for the main income owner, it can be there for someone who isn't working because it isn't based on occupational duties. And further, trauma cover does not cover you 
uh, I, I say it doesn't cover you for the mind or the spine. So what do I mean by that? So your income protection covers you for mental health event. So if you couldn't work due to a mental health event, uh, your income protection would cover you if you took out a policy and you didn't already have that existing condition, or if you hurt your back or any musculoskeletal claims. So the trauma insurance, it isn't for any musculoskeletal claims or disability uh, or mental health related claims. It's purely, uh, you've just got to remember 95% of claims, cancer, heart attack, and stroke. But there are a heap of other conditions that uh, you can look through a product disclosure statement at what it actually covers. Now, people are always skeptical about claims being paid with insurance policies. Now, I just had a look on the APRA website and the 2019 calendar year for APRA, they actually had the aggregate or the average claim rate for trauma insurances being settled and paid in Australia across all insurers is 89.5%. So it's really high. And and see, that can cater for that you know 10%-ish that isn't paid Someone could lodge a claim to say, I broke my back, I want to claim on my trauma policy, and they've got to put that as a declined claim. So 90%, that's a very high claim payment rate in Australia. So how would you structure your trauma insurance? Well, you can buy a standalone trauma policy, and I'll use the example of $100,000. So you could buy a $100,000 trauma policy tomorrow that's standalone, and you would pay your monthly or yearly premium for that. And if the claim was paid, uh, the policy would cease, okay? Talk to your advisor about add-on features, uh, about trauma reinstatement, because there's an option there that after a period of time, they can reinstate the cover with an exclusion of what was paid. Uh, But I don't wanna get into the technicalities of uh, any of the policy details uh, for right now. Or you can link the trauma cover to existing death or TPD, total and permanent disability cover. Now, an advantage of linking the trauma cover, I believe, to a death benefit is it is kind of two or threefold. Firstly, in Australia, if you have a death policy, you do not pay stamp duty on a death insurance policy. So that means if you took a policy of $200,000 or $100,000, death cover and linked it to $100,000 or $200,000 trauma cover, there's no stamp duty on that policy. And a lot of the times your financial advisor will look at this and it can actually be cheaper to have the trauma policy linked to death cover because you're not paying the stamp duty. The second reason why I believe it's important to consider linking the trauma cover to a death benefit is there are survival periods on trauma policies and I'll just make up a number. Uh, So if it was a four day survival period, which means if you have a heart attack, you might have to survive four days until they would pay the claim. If it was a standalone policy and you had a heart attack and died within that four days, that policy is useless. Whereas if you had it linked to death cover, at least there's a death benefit there for your family. Okay, so all is not lost for the surviving spouse. They're kind of the main probably two reasons why I would want to link the cover. And then the third one, there can be some other internal discounting uh, with the insurance company that your advisor selects for you. Now let's talk about levels of cover. So industry-wide, the maximum trauma cover is $2 million. 
Uh, so you could have $1 million with that insurer, $1 million with that insurer. And then if you went to apply for more cover, that insurance company would ask, do you have any existing trauma insurance? So it's kind of capped out at $2 million uh, in Australia. And there's a minimum cover generally of around 25K. Now, there is child trauma that you can tack onto your policy and you can cover up to uh, $200,000 per child. And if you have a look in different insurance company PDSs, uh, it usually covers sometimes around 10 to 12 uh, conditions, uh, the death of a child or uh, say cancer or any horrendous medical condition, meningococcal or something like that. And the reason child covers there because if the worst ever happened to a child, that amount of money uh, can be paid to the parents and the parents can take leave from the workforce and there's money there to supplement income or to pay for medical expenses. And then if a child has trauma cover, once they get to a certain age, depending on the insurance company, they can convert that policy to an adult policy without further medical underwriting. So that's a really big win there. So how much cover do you need for your trauma insurance? Well, that's like asking how long's a piece of string. I mean, everybody's situation is different. Uh, so chat to your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, I'll, I'll give you some info soon on how you can get an advisor to talk with. But I... As a broad, broad brushstroke, when I uh, was a financial advisor, I kind of had the view that if someone was earning under $100,000 a year, I would probably recommend $100,000 worth of trauma cover on the life of each spouse in the relationship, okay? And the reason why is, you know, under $100,000, you know, they're not earning two or 300,000. So money's going to be tighter than someone earning over a hundred grand, right? That's, that's pretty basic. So I just wanted some covering place as a medical buffer, but also particularly I know with MLC life insurance who I'm with, and I think there's some other insurers who do this, that, that if you've got a trauma insurance benefit of at least $100,000, children automatically have $10,000 uh, of child cover built into that adult policy of 100,000. So I was a huge fan of having at least 100K of trauma cover. Now, if someone was earning over 100K, I would generally uh, insure the $100,000 for medical expenses and then a year's worth of gross income. So if the primary income earner earned 250K a year, I would insure both uh, husband and wife 250K plus $100,000 for medical expenses. So they might end up with 350 each. And again, that was just the initial recommendation talking point uh, because we do need to get some type of pricing on the table, uh, general recommendation. Uh, there's, you know, you talk to any baker, there's a million ways to bake a cake uh, and they're all right. Uh, and if you talk to uh, any financial advisor, there's a million ways to bake a trauma policy and everybody's right as long as it's to uh, the client situation. So. I don't think you've got any issues around getting a good trauma recommendation from an advisor. I personally was of the view that I didn't use trauma cover for income replacement. Uh, that was what I would use the income protection policies for. But at the end of the day, it just was a cash buffer uh, and to have some cover in your life should the worst occur. 
If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. We also have a panel of trusted mortgage brokers we can connect you with to get you into your first home, an investment property purchase, or to review your current loan if you don't have a broker. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. Now, I want to talk to you about claims. I had a lot of trauma claims when I was a licensed financial advisor. And I know if a client is calling me on a Saturday night, uh, that's not a good sign. And then I would often find myself maybe at the local hospital uh, in the coming days with the trauma forms uh, for the client to fill out, for the doctors to fill out. And more times than not, the trauma payment, like you either have cancer or you don't. You either have had a heart attack or you haven't. You've either had a stroke or you haven't. So the trauma policy definitions, they're they're pretty easy to satisfy. As long as it's within the policy definitions, yes, you have or no, you haven't. And I've had plenty of claims uh, across my career for trauma insurance, and it's actually changed the client's life. And I'll now share my story about my own trauma claim. And it, it really did catch me by surprise. And the story was at the start of this year, 2020, I had a weird gut feeling that I had to get a skin check. I'm not sure where it came from, but I'm just like, I need to get a skin check. And COVID happened and the shutdown happened. So I put the skin check off. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go into the doctors and you know, sit in the waiting room and there's people coughing and spluttering. So I just, it just kept nagging me that I had to have a skin check. So a short while ago, I went to the doctor and had a skin check and he took uh, a sample off my leg because he said, oh, it's a bit sus. And I, while I was there, I wanted a, a mole taken off my shoulder that was just, I didn't want it there. And I said to him, oh, can you also move, like scrape something off my face? And he said, yeah, that's not a problem. So I had to go back the next week to have it taken off my face. Anyway, so I I booked in for the next week. I went in the next week and the nurse sat me down. She said, all right, we're here for the left leg. I said, no, no, he took the sample off my left leg last week. This week is for uh, my face because I needed a little cosmetic thing that I wanted off. Uh, Anyway, the doctor came in and said, hey, Glenn, that sample that I took off, it was actually a melanoma. And I freaked out because I've known people that had passed away from a young age uh, from melanoma. And it just kind of shook me for a minute because I'm like, what if I didn't follow my gut feeling? What if I didn't like, and I know you can't live in the what ifs or if only, but your mind goes there. And that night at home, I was like, oh gosh, what, like, what if I didn't go? Like what would happen in a couple of years? And the doctor said, if this went vertical, like you, you just don't know where it would end up. So immediately when he said that, because I was obviously a financial advisor and dealt with a lot of insurance, I just had the ding, that's a partial benefit. Now, what a partial benefit is, it's exactly that. It's a partial benefit within a trauma policy for some smaller conditions that still may cause issues or if it's not taken care of, it can lead to more life-threatening issues. And the trauma benefit that I had, uh, it was a partial benefit for early stage melanoma. And in the MLC life insurance policy, um, it's a 20% partial benefit 
to a maximum of $20,000. And my policy was a, a larger sum insured. So I hit the maximum $20,000. So I called MLC, put the claim in, the claim forms, uh, they were easy to fill out. Uh, the doc- I had to go back to the doctor earlier because my wound was infected and it was filled out. And the amazing thing was that before the stitches were out within that two-week period, I had $20,000 tax-free in my bank account. And the crazy thing as well, it's like, well, I didn't really need the $20,000, but if that melanoma was on my face... What if they had to, because I had 15 stitches, it was a huge chunk of my leg that they took out and they've got it all. But if that was on my face, I may have needed money for some elective plastic surgery to get rid of a scar. And I think on recently on 60 Minutes or something I saw online, one of the presenters, Deborah Hutton, I think she had a, a, a big skin cancer right on the side of her lip. So number one, get a skin check. But number two, also... Get a trauma policy in place while you're young and healthy. So that was the partial benefit that I had. So what happens now is my $20,000 benefit has been paid and my total sum insured reduces by $20,000. There are other partial benefits. I had a, a dear friend, she had an ectopic pregnancy and she had a partial benefit. Again, we had the money paid within two weeks and that was actually with MLC Life Insurance as well. So I really personally want to thank MLC Life Insurance who I've dealt with a lot in the past, but I really want to thank you for making the claims process easy for me and it was just easy and I have that much confidence in my life insurance policies because claims do get paid. And one last thing that I want to share, and it's and it's only applicable to MLC. And again, I'm not paid to do this. I'm just giving them a shout out. And I want to scream this from the rooftops that everyone should get a skin check, but also uh, have life insurance in place. MLC have a program and you might not be able to see that. Uh, you might be able to if you're watching on uh, YouTube and it's called Best Doctors. So Best Doctors is an international organization and, and, and it's basically a second opinion service, right? And if you hold any MLC life insurance policy, you have access to Best Doctors. Uh, your spouse, even if they don't hold an MLC policy, has access to Best Doctors. Your children do. And it even goes up the tree, your parents do as well. Now, what Best Doctors is, it's a service that if you're diagnosed with a critical illness or an illness that's uh, chronic or ongoing, you can call Best Doctors, give them your MLC policy number. They don't tell MLC any of the health information and you'll be put through to their, I guess, their triage service. And they've got a panel of leading doctors from all over the world and how they've done it, it's by peer review. So they've they've basically said, oh, Glenn, you're a brain surgeon. If you had to get brain surgery, who would you want to operate on your brain? And they'd be like, I want that, that lady there. She's like the best brain surgeon in the world. And then if they ask this person here, if you had brain surgeon, who would you want to get? And they go, I want this guy. So they kind of work out the panel of best doctors. Now, as you know, I've talked about my health on the podcast before. I've had eight ankle surgeries and I think uh, it was many years ago now because I've been an MLC policyholder for some time. Yeah, this was back in 2010 because I had ankle pain every day for over 10 years. And I called Best Doctors and said, hey, 
I've had ankle issues for a long time. I've had a heap of surgeries and can I get best doctors to review my case? So they said yes. And mind you, this wasn't even a claimable event because it was excluded on the income protection, but I could still use the best doctor service. And basically what it ended up being was they sent all, I got all my MRIs and all my scans and all my doctor's notes, sent it to best doctors, the doctor in Sydney who kind of uh, gift wrapped it all. And I, this is so crazy, right? I've got a report here and the case was reviewed by the chief of foot and ankle orthopedic services at Massachusetts General Hospital and instructor of orthopedic surgery at Harvard Medical School. So Harvard Med School, it's pretty big med school. I've heard of Harvard before. Have you, Nath? Yeah, Nath in the studio, he's heard of Harvard. So the orthopedic surgery lecturer at Harvard reviewed my case and they wrote a big report. They asked him, please give a brief opinion of the patient's condition based on the clinical provider information. What in your opinion is the probable diagnosis and what alternative diagnosis is? What is your interpretation of the imaging? Do you recommend any other studies? There's like eight or nine questions that they asked him and they basically told me what I had to do and what they thought. And weirdly enough, I ended up doing that. And fast forward now, like I've got no real ankle issues and it just, it was just a comfort to have in my life. So again, I'm not buying a trauma policy just to get the best doctor service. It was just part of that. But I just really want to encourage you today to uh, reach out uh, via the link sortyourmoneyout.com, get help. If you do want to chat to a financial advisor, it's not that expensive trauma cover if you get it locked in while you're young and healthy, but particularly I'll never cancel my policy because it's it's been a value to me personally now. And I've also had or seen clients have their trauma policies uh, claims paid. So that was probably a lot and you might have to listen to this a couple of times, but certainly I'm an advocate for people getting the right type of uh, insurance protection in, in their life. And I would encourage anyone to really consider how trauma insurance might fit in your insurance portfolio. And a special thanks to MLC Life Insurance for helping me out and, uh, and the team at MLC Life Insurance. You've paid a lot of claims for uh, a lot of my clients over the years, and I'm thankful for you that you're, a, you're an established brand that's been around for over 100 years, I don't know, protecting families. So thanks everyone for listening. Remember, jump on YouTube and we're now on YouTube now, My Millennial Money channel, the Glenn James channel's there, a couple of channels. Thanks so much for watching and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. If you're looking for a super fund that puts its members' interests above all else, choose a super performer, Sun Super. 
With low fees, strong investment returns, and great member services, SunSuper is Super Ratings 2020 Fund of the Year and has also been awarded by Money Magazine, CanStar, and Finder. Find out more at sunsuper.com.au forward slash M3. You can join SunSuper online in under five minutes. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.